Hello, 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 everyone. This is Thinking to Think, the critical thinking podcast where we analyze topics such as civics, history, culture, philosophy, politics, and current events through a critical thinker's lens. I am your host, the social studies educator, Michael Antonio Aponte, also known as Mr. A. Every Sunday, we will have a new episode within these topics, as well as occasional special guests and recorded lectures with my students. So please subscribe, share, listen, and let's build a critical thinking society together. Many have heard the terms anti-racism, whiteness, and blackness pedagogy, which pedagogy is the method and practice of teaching, especially as an academic subject or theoretical concept. And this falls under critical race theory. But most people don't know that critical race theory is in itself is actually a subtopic from something much larger, which is called critical theory. Now, everything I will be talking about today may seem uncomfortable for some, but I have factual sources and the details to show evidence of all my claims. What? What is the possibility of similarities from the ideals of critical thinking and critical theory? They share the same first word, yes, but what features do they possess that are similar? And through my observation, very little and some none, critical thinking is the development of individual thought, while critical theory is about collective reasoning. In many ways, critical thinking and critical theory are rivals in the ideas of thought. Furthermore, critical theory may not be the term used, but it is discussed very extensively in the media and within social groups and is often mistaken as critical thinking. And allow me to give you a background of the two before we compare the ideas of critical thinking were first discussed during the times of Socrates. However, it was coined by Professor John Dewey as the goal in education. Dewey believed critical thinking was a vital part of a proper democratic society. This wasn't really revolutionary since in Plato's Republic, it is discussed extensively, which was around 375 BC. Although... It was heavily discussed throughout the history. It it was John Dewey who coined the belief that the essence of a true democratic nation must be a nation of critical thinkers. I discussed this in more detail in the first episode of Critical Thinking, but I want to do a a quick recap. A critical thinker is self-directed, self-disciplined, self-monitored, and self-corrective thinkers. And in many ways, critical thinkers would naturally flock to the scientific method in order to examine ideas, problems, or situations. This means that a critical thinker would do the following in order. Question, research, hypothesize, experiment, observe, conclude, and communicate the results to other critical thinkers in order to see they are correct and can be replicated. Although the last step is not really required for 
critical thinking analysis in the general sense, it is useful to receive feedback on the results. This can also be in a form of argumentative writing or a debate. Another way to find an answer is through the research method, which is a systematic plan for gathering and analyzing observation. But critical theory, on the other hand, is not about individual thinking, but collective social reasoning. Here is a history lesson on critical theory. It was originally created in the Frankfurt School by Max, uh, and I could be saying the names wrong. I've always been terrible on reading names. Max Horkenheimer, Herbert Marcuse, and Theodore Adorno. This is the same school from that of Karl Marx. Now, originally, Marxists believed it was economics that would turn capitalists to socialist. However, it was critical theorists who believed the natural change would not be in economics, but in culture. In 1937, they published a paper called Critical Theory. And uh, it wasn't actually an English critical theory. It was in German, uh, Kreschke uh, theory. I, 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 again, I'm not, I can't speak German, so I apologize. But I'm digressing. The goal was on this paper was to combine different fields of study, psychology, economics, sociology, political science, etc. And evaluate how capitalism encourages conformity. In other words, capitalism keeps everyone suppressed but content. We must note that ironically, after the rise of Nazi Germany and Hitler, was appointed chancellor, they left Frankfurt School as refugees. This is where it gets interesting. Horkheimer went to New York and worked within Columbia University and later became a U.S. citizen. More interesting was that Marcuse worked with the U.S. Office of War Information and later the Office of Strategic Services, the OSS, which later became the Central Intelligence Agency, the, uh, the CIA. As for Adorno, he too later went to New York, then California, still working in the universities within the United States. In the dialect of enlightenment, quote unquote, these theorists believe that totalitarianism is simply the extreme conception of reason and rationality. The base claim is objectivism, uniformity, and standardization to the whole society for the price of individualism. However, it is during the experience of World War II and the rise of the Soviet Union did they did some rethinking and developed their study differently with more focus on politics and culture. Needless to say, it was mostly pessimistic. Marcuse in 1964 published One Dimensional Man and described how both the Soviet Union and capitalist nations are both losing their art of critical thinking due to the one-dimensional culture. 
However, this form of Marxism to pessimistic, what's quoted as pessimistic Jewish transcendentalism, unquote, over time changed and expanded during the civil rights movement into something we all experience today. Now, now that you know more of that history, what about the current affairs of critical theory that you may not be aware of? Well, it was during the civil rights movement that a new generation of critical theorists in academia became radical and concerned for social justice. They believed that the Frankfurt School became too passive and a new form of critical theory was necessary. Today, critical theory can be referred to as critical social theory who resists essentialism. This makes it difficult to specify the essence of critical theory, but the categories are significant. This includes, but definitely not limited to, and I'm listing them, intersectionality, white fragility, white privilege, heteronormativity, colorblind racism, queer studies, feminism, critical race theory, cultural materialism, black feminism, black criticism, and new historiasm. And it's in these new forms of study that have created a historical division that I haven't been able to compare except the preamble of the Civil War in the United States. Furthermore, many people who take the study as an ideology begin to take strategies from Lenin and other authoritarian and totalitarian um, historical figures. This includes strategies like demonizing your opponent if in disagreement and destroying the ideas of communication with groups that differ from your own. We see this in massive protests where they try to mute a conversation out by shouting. Critical thinking reinforces the ideas of individual thought and judgment based on facts and research. Critical theory gives generalization and, in many cases, non-scientific decisions based solely on inductive logic. But the major problems of critical theory is the force of ideology into a society that contains a high level of moral that prioritizes individuality like the United States. Historically speaking, this creates violent conflicts. For example, according to Teaching for Diversity and Social Justice by, and I'm not if I'm mispronouncing the name, I do apologize. Uh, Morianne Adams and Lee Ann Bell. This is their document. Um, I'll resource it into the description. But they basically say, if you're a white, a bio man, heterosexual, able-bodied adult who happened to be a Protestant, you fit the most socially privileged group that targets Asians, Blacks, Latinos, Native people, bio women, LGBTQ+, people with disabilities, Jews, Muslims, Hindus, elders, and young people. 
And these form of uh, oppressions is defined as the following. Racism, sexism, transgender oppression, heterosexism, ableism, religious oppression, ageism, and adultism. And for someone who hears or is taught this, who may not be a critical thinker and fits into the oppressed categories of the targeted social groups, you may have created a rival to the privileged social group, which in this example is the white male. In other words, you just created a racist person. And this form of training is similar to what is taught in Nazi Germany, Soviet Union, and other authoritarian, totalitarian countries. Nevertheless, the new form of critical theory still hold foundations of classical socialist ideas, such as society is divided into oppressed and oppressors. However, it is in the new critical theorists that believe that oppressed and oppressors may not realize their hegemonic status. In other words, you wouldn't know if you're if you were oppressed oppressing, racist, and or sexist. Therefore, you must learn where you stand in the hierarchy, who you are oppressing, and you must acknowledge that you are oppressing. This is called uh, lived experience, which makes the privileged group see. What's more disconcerting to to me is that if you are in the group of being an oppressor, racist, or sexist, you must acknowledge that you cannot be cured or saved from your oppression to others. There's no redemption. Only acknowledge and become a social justice warrior to prevent further spread of oppression. In other words, the only cure is to join us and be a warrior for the cause, an extremely active one. What makes critical theory enticing to many is the morality of it, though. Should people of color, LGBTQ+, uh, women, elders, young people, people with disabilities have equal rights? Should Muslims, Hindus, Jews, Christians, and those of other religions be treated fairly. And although I personally believe in an outstanding, yes, of course, I want to scream that to the top of my lungs, that still depends on who you ask and which part of the world. Because not every country is equal in moral principles as others. There's countries out there that focus heavily on a particular religion and if you are not of that religion you are you, you need to you need to hide it you need to you, you cannot express it if you are in the lgbtq plus that is a law violation which you can receive jail time or death there are countries out there that are like that but again i digress but I can't stress that enough. And regardless, 
it is almost ironic to see the founders of critical theory upon my research were actually concerned about the loss of critical thinking due to totalitarianism and one-dimensional culture. And yet the new modern theorist refuses to acknowledge critical thinking. Moreover, critical thinking and individualism is now seen as a white dominant culture. And the biggest concern that many people should have is if you remove personal responsibility from your morality of a nation, how can an individual grow within its society? Are we, are we doomed to take on the sins of our race, which we did not choose at birth? No, no one chooses to be born a certain sex or race, and yet critical theory, uh, theorists believes it is the determining factor of your future, not your actions. Critical thinking, however, puts the entire responsibility of knowledge on you. Knowledge is power. And it's with that power that we can help the unfortunate. Meanwhile, history clearly shows that forcing social justice and equity creates chaos. Thanks for listening to Thinking to Think with Mr. A. If you like our show and want to know more, check out my website in the description or please leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify, whichever platform you heard this episode. Please do not forget to share and spread the word. Join us next week where we will continue the fight to build a critical thinking society. Thank you and have a beautiful week. (laughs) Ha ha ha!